Hi everyone, it's Adrian Bowe and Troy Malcolm on the Adrian Bowe podcast for another week. Uh, we're still talking and there's people listening, now, uh, Troy, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's right, Adrian. It's, a, it's an amazing what opportunities this has created. Not only do we get the chance to interview and get insights into some phenomenal successful agents throughout the McGraw network, but we're also seeing the traction of questions coming in and people that are identifying who we want to interview next, which I think is a really nice way of uh, integrating the business both online, face-to-face, in the sessions that we do in all the learning and development around the grounds but also the fact that people can replay these episodes every single week until they get some of the insights and goals and I think that's what we've seen you know we were very fortunate a couple of weeks ago to have someone like a Matt Steinway come and present and two times running being the number one agent in the network and then we've had people like Cindy Kennedy and then all the way down to our launch group uh, someone like a Nicholas Wise so over the course of the last kind of 10 weeks we've interviewed some really top performers and guess what today is absolutely no different. Uh, well, someone that's come into this business and achieved phenomenal success in a short period of time that feels like a long period of time because when you're having fun, time goes fast, uh, is Alex Minton. Mate, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time on a Friday to come in and sit down and talk with Adrian and myself, mate. Um, congratulations, first of all, on a really successful financial year last year. This year, uh, you have already seen you start getting some considerable results in the market. Um, how are you going? Oh, thanks, boys. Good to be here. Uh, yeah, good. It's um, it's back into it. I think uh, it's it's. I'm actually really looking forward to the next quarter, the next six months, with the market um, being a little bit softer and, and being a little bit harder to put a deal together. Because I'm finding that we're doing deals, but our competition aren't doing deals, and mm. there's there's a um, there's a chalk and cheese difference between our process and our competitors' process. So. It's actually um, making it easier to win business and position ourselves effectively. That's great, mate. And for those who don't know, um, Alex, uh, a.k.a. Minty, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, specialises uh, in Warringah and surrounding suburbs, obviously heads up our Warringah office and um, you know, has a terrific average sale price of you know, over $3 million dollars. Primarily, and um, you know, just is doing some phenomenal business. And you know, the one thing that I, I've witnessed with your team, um, Alex, is you've really created. You know, it's a bit cliche, but almost that super team now, where you've got a listing and selling agent within your own team in Dominic Maxwell. And I think that's probably one of the first that we've seen of this of this style and of, of this um, uh, type of format, which is really encouraging because it shows that you can be an agent within an agent's business, within an overall business. So we talk about a brand within a brand, a business within a business. Th- this is really happening in your space. So, you know, why wouldn't Dominic go and be a standalone agent, for example? Why does he work in your team? Um, so I... I've worked with Dom for, I think, about five years now. And, um, I mean, we, we bounce off each other really well. We're both pretty energetic people, and that makes the work environment um, incredibly fun. Um, so that's that's hard to walk for both of us to walk away from. Also, um, Dom has he's found his niche. So he's only 24 years old. He's specialising in units, townhouses, strata, villas in the upper North Shore. And... It, in that space, there hasn't been anyone up to now that's actually specialised and taken units and townhouses by themselves really, really seriously. So with Dom specialising in strata and myself specialising in houses, there's no grey area with where the, what the relationship is. 
any opportunities I get with an apartment, it's straight to Dom. And similarly, on the other hand, any housing opportunities he gets, it's, it's straight to me. And there's a clear line there. So there's no confusion. Mm. Um, and there's no ego about that. Dom is smashing it. And I ride his energy. You know, he's yeah. at the moment got 17 listings on the market. Mm. And, Amazing. you know, it's an attraction business now. In only 12 months, he's the person, if you're wanting to um, sell a unit, even other agents, you know, Recently, Chadwick's in our area and Ray White in our area have sent clients of theirs to speak to Dom about moving into a unit because they know that he specialises in unit and knows everything about that space. So, you know, awesome. it, it's a business that's grown really quickly because it's, you know, they, they know what he knows what he is and he knows what he's all about. Yeah, that's what I love about the McGrath brand is that you can really create a proper EBU, like an effective business unit. Um, and have everyone focusing on what they should be doing. So, you know, Dom, very clear, no ambiguity, or there's nothing nebulous around his role, which is strata and you doing houses. And when I asked, you know, why wouldn't he be a standalone agent, it was almost a rhetorical question because I know the answer because why would he? I mean, he gets to tap into your admin and marketing services. He gets to uh, link arms with you and not suffer from professional loneliness because you guys, as you said, you know, tapping into each other's energy every day. And in the marketplace, you'd be more profitable than, say, an office or a franchisee, for example. And that's a terrific thing about our brand and our business is that we really are creating these impervious, sort of almost um, resilient-like models, which are just, uh, you know, terrific um, impacts into the market. Mm. I I see it as the ultimate collaboration of like-minded people. And in saying that, what I'm really getting the essence is that you guys are much better together than competing or trying to take on that professional loneliness, as you put, Adrian, which I think is a beautiful term. Having that energy and dynamic within the one space allows everyone to grow. And we speak a lot about growth in this business. And Dom, for example, over the space of 12 months, right? Let's get real, over 12 months, from the mentorship and the collaborative or collaborative environment that you've put in place, he's allowed to now own that market where he's getting other businesses, other yeah. brands referring their wow. clients. Yeah. I've never heard of that, Adrian, and I think that would probably be one of the most unique situations in Australian real estate yeah. where we're allowed to do that. Um, Alex, one thing that I did really get an insight of, of you know observing your team and how how well you work is the the speed at which you get things done um, now it's not rushed energy but you definitely have a dedicated focus and everyone knows their role within that ebu structure um, and you're taking on new things it's not just the traditional nuts and bolts real estate marketing you're taking on things like social has that always been something that you've wanted to make your unique selling point? Is that something you've wanted to really emphasise to your market because it wasn't being done? In the social space, you mean? In the social space or, or just or the speed? speed both. Um, two, I, two, two, two uh, double question there, if I can. I think, um, I think in people move quickly these days and people have an expectation for um, how they want to... Um, be serviced and how you know and, and when people want the want the information and I'm sort of looking at myself inside you know if if I've sent an inquiry on an agent's listing and I don't hear back immediately that's frustrating and I'll mm. quickly move on so applying my own sort of um, frustrations with um, my own experience buying a property you know if you can if you can use your own experience in your own business to reflect on that then you know pretty quickly you'll realize that people want things now 
Um, yeah. They're in a rush. They quickly forget. Um, and, you know, that having speed in your business um, as, you know, as almost a KPI is, I suppose, if I'm a prospective vendor and I'm all over an agent's or a purchaser's inquiry, I want my home. It's the most important asset. Mm. I want that to be... Um, given full attention, yeah. um, given full energy. If, you know, as, a, as an owner, I've shopped an agent that's selling our place and made an inquiry and I didn't get a response for, you know, 24 hours, you know, that opportunity is lost with that buyer. You yeah, know, yeah, people yeah. move on so quickly. Let's capitalise on the now and impress people with how fast we are, impress people with how good the service is and how thorough the service is and how good the information that we're giving our clients. I was just going to say, Troy, e- even more so, um, a price guide, for example, or upfront pest and building inspections, which is you know two things that we're advocating as a brand. Absolutely. That's actually, there's no delay because you know someone is looking at the ad, the price guide's already there, they can download all the information they need to, so that's instant. And yeah. that's where we're heading, you know, like the new... The new currency is, is, is speed, you know, so that's where we're headed now. It's not like, you know, with products like Apple or Facebook, there's a hotline or an, or an Instagram yeah. hotline, like everything just happens in real time. So that's where we're headed. Uh, with that, what is the new benchmark for your team then? Uh, 24 hours is too long, right? A lot of people listening to this episode will be thinking, geez, 24 hours is pretty good. What is your benchmark on if, responses and things? If I see, if, if there's a property which doesn't have a price guide, um, that we're selling, which is rare. We'll, you know, to Adrian's comment, we we want to make it as easy as possible for a buyer to buy through us. Yeah. But that being said, there are there is you know the, the odd high end property which is difficult to price, and you know we still occasionally use a, uh, a no price guide strategy. Yeah. And if I see an email that comes through at eleven thirty at night, I'll respond immediately. I mean, right. there, there's nothing pulling me away from actually being able to. It's easy mm. for me, so why wouldn't I? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit sort of um, a little bit ADD like that. I'll wake up in the middle of, of the <laughs> night and if there's a text message from someone, I'll respond when I see it. Why yeah. put it off till later? I've Why got wait? so much to do. Mm. I, don't, I don't want to cloud my own headspace with remembering to reply to someone later. Get it done now and it's easy and everyone's happy. Yeah. The, the second part of my question, which I probably shouldn't have put two questions in one, but apologies for that, mate. The second part is um, the social side of things yeah. and really emphasising that. That's created such momentum for you and awareness. Uh, I use it a lot around the grounds and I think there's a lot of uh, replications happening out there now, yeah. which is great because it's speed. Again, we're talking speed. It's the same kind of undercurrent. Um, is that something that you know you saw, you designed, you know is working? How did that actually eventuate? I, um, so it eventuated by a coach. I use Andrew Roberts. Um, and, I mean, it started with traditional forms of um, marketing yourself as an agent to a prospective owner is a letterbox drop, yep. a lot of print. And, you know, the, I noticed that a lot of my listings, I get them because I, I establish a good relationship with my owners and there's a high level of trust and, you know, they they might want to do business with me because they like me. So the the DL just listed, you know, that's not telling that story. It's mm. not selling me. Whereas your video, um, your video does and people buy the energy in the video, they're either going to like you or not like you, yep. which means the business that I get, the people that call me, they've seen my videos, they like me, so the business is 
you know, it's already on the right track. I'm not getting calls from people that don't like me. And, yeah. and frankly, that's, that's the way business should be. You should, should be, be doing fun. business with people that you like. It's oh. funny, Adrian and I always laugh. We know that when we walk into a room, we will have a third of the audience really like what we're saying and resonate with it. Yeah. A third that absolutely hate it and go, they don't know what they're talking about. And the other third, they don't really care. So I'm a big believer of working with the third that does really resonate. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And you've seen, you've seen phenomenal numbers come back on the back of those videos that are going out. The, so, I mean, 30 to 40% of my call-ins now, my listings now are from um, people that regularly watch my market wraps on Facebook that um, engage with my, um, my social strategy, yep. real estate online. Um, and that being said, when we're marketing a property to a marketplace, you know, we're, um, I mean, it's a bit like the McGrath brand. We're able to market our property Sydney-wide rather than just the upper North Shore in my case. Yeah. Facebook and Facebook and Instagram also allows that. I can target certain parts of Sydney or, you know, I was talking to an agent down in Kiam the other day and I said, you know, they were struggling with their listing and, and I said, well, why don't, you, why don't you blast it to Canberra, blast it to, to Melbourne, blast it to Sydney and, and try and attract that, almost that holiday maker, that retiree that mm. could be going to Kiama to further expose the, the, the property and in two weeks, they had 80,000 wow. views, 80,000 eyeballs saw that property and it was sold within about 10 days. Yeah. So now the use of social media is material yep. as far as its impact on an agent's business, you know, um, exposing them to attract vendors as well as helping an owner sell for a bigger price. It's it's getting in front of a lot more people. Definitely. And this is, this is the thing that's really smart about it, Adrian, is it's not an ad. It's mm. not a traditional ad saying click here to see the listing online. You have to watch it because you're in it and you're speaking and I want to watch the, in, the, the engagement. Yeah. It's a really clever way of doing something traditional in a new modern way and getting a lot of eyeballs, like 80,000 people. I would challenge anyone to get 80,000 views on a traditional newspaper oh. ad mm-hmm. or in the DL. Right? And, and for you know, a couple of hundred bucks, it's... You know, it's it's good value at the moment. Yeah. I mean, and there's so many different ways to do it. I, I met with um, the lads up in Byron Bay, Ian da- Daniels and Nick Dunn the other day. Yeah. And, and um, they've started doing a, a weekly market wrap describing their marketplace and they're putting it sort of in this edgy sort of Beach Boys look and they've got some good energy between the two. Yeah. And telling that story about what's happening in that marketplace. Like it's something that I want to tune into every week and and hear what's happening in a different part of the state. Braden Walters does it. Yeah. Well, we caught up. We were we yeah. only up there recently, actually, yeah. with the team, and I think we were singing you praises in <laughs> front of them, so I'm glad they actually yeah. have, have started to implement it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, what, there's some gold nuggets in what you've been talking about, Alex, just there. Like, firstly was you're trying to make it easy for the customer to do business with yeah. you. So if you look at uh, even Jeff, Jeff Bezos from Amazon, you know, like his mantra is like, the range of products, the speed at which you can do business with them, and also the ease at which you do business. So that's, they're the only three things that he focuses on, and now look at the size of that company. Yep. So us as agents, already we're, as, as customers in the real estate space, there's already a degree of intimidation to engage with a real estate agent because the process seems challenging, dealing with an agent can seem a little bit challenging. So if you're putting price guides on there and you're directly targeting them and you're putting contracts 
and, and building inspections all up front. It just makes it so much more easy. So as revolutionary as that not is, like this is just something that's just a no-brainer. Then you talked about, um, you know, the, 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 the Facebook uh, marketing that you're doing and the, and the social media stuff. I mean, you'd be regarded, Alex, as probably leading the way in mm-hmm. Bra and our brand in terms of uh, the social media approach. But... What I'm hearing is it's really simple. Like basically, all you're doing is is a weekly wrap on a Saturday. You're making sure every single campaign uh, has a video and some sort of social boost with it, and then you're making sure that you're directly targeting your own personal marketing and each property listing towards the appropriate demographic. I mean, that's as that's as complicated as it needs to be, right? That's a that's a business plan. Yeah, yeah. and it will work. And it's all about exposure, and it's all about um, you know almost putting. Good information, um, uh, good marketing out there in front of as many people as possible, and making it easy for them to buy with you if they want to. Yeah. And you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't require a, a high conversion rate if you if you're reaching as many people as we are. Yeah, and the the reality is, Adrian and and Alex is it's it's not in isolation. It's not your only strategy. Mm. There's a certain level of um, consistency in every other marketing element, whether that's signboard, whether that's the sponsoring and being involved in the community, whether that's being present and having the, the world-class open inspections that we know that you pride yourselves on with your team, your whole entire team, it doesn't just work as a one single strategy. And the consistency of it, doing it every single week, uh, is where most agents will be challenged. Absolutely. And and also, Alex, you talked about, you know, the likability of your videos. You're 100% right (laughs) that, you know, people will like your energy and that's why they engage with you and that's why they want to deal with you. So I think our industry, Alex and Troy, really underestimate affability. You know, I think that being affable in our industry is so important and yet people tend to still pull out graphs about market share and still want to rely on their brand or you know rate my agent or fancy dialogue or you know fancy little um, drawings that people can do at at, uh, at listing appointments. I mean, I know you for a fact, Alex. I know you bring yourself and a couple of a couple of recent sales, and and that's about it. It's your affability which people are buying, and if you unless you've got like and trust, people are just not going to deal with you. Yeah, I I think. Um, um, what I find, well, what works for me is um, when you're meeting with a prospective owner or a buyer, is just being there with them. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we don't need to be distracted by, um, you know, the latest graph or the latest statistic. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that should be something that we can integrate into a conversation sure. and demonstrate with a diagram if we need to. But, mm-hmm. you know, knowing your product, knowing your marketplace and getting to know that person, you know, it's, it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. There's a certain level of authenticity that resonates with me every time we sit down and have these conversations. And this, Adrian, is no different with Alex. Caring about the clients, putting them first, having a consistent approach and actually building a team around you that leverages their own personal skill and makes them grow. Um, You know, we heard from Matt Steinway a couple of weeks ago saying growth is the greatest thing to overcome all obstacles. Uh, And this, again, is another testament to that. Everything that I've heard in this interview has resonated uh, on so many levels. And if the listeners out there um, aren't following Alex on social, like strategy one, as soon as you've finished playing this episode on iTunes, please 
go and follow Alex, get his followers up. He's putting thumbs up as I say that. But <laughs> you will learn the lessons on how to really build an attraction business in this market, regardless of the market conditions. Mm. I agree. And just a, a quick question uh, as we start to wrap up, Alex. Um, I mean, obviously, you, you create a following and you've got past clients. Um, I suppose now loyalty with past clients is, is getting harder and harder to maintain and to retain. So do you feel that hard work and having a novelist approach and even being uh, quite active on social can trump loyalty or do you think you need to do both? No, I think you know I could be really, really active on social but without getting down and making the mm. phone calls and booking mm. appointments. You know, the social is probably... Five percent of my day. The yep. other ninety percent, ninety-five percent, sorry, is um, meeting with people and, and back to the basics of, of being on the phone always and and just always being there for your clients, speaking to them before they're calling you, and, and just really the basics of real estate being remembered. And, yeah. yeah. And, and when we talk about being on the phones, I mean, all that is is a means to an end because the most important part of our business and where the magic happens is when you're face-to-face with people, right? Yeah. So whether that's a buyer appointment, a, buy, a price alignment appointment with your vendor or a listing appraisal or just moving a pipeline from, you know, a three-month to a one-month window, it's all all happens face-to-face, right? So it, the, the, the calls are just what leads us and that means to an end to actually gain face-to-face. I'm assuming you're doing at least two face-to-face appointments per day. Yeah, uh, Probably closer to sort of four or five or six. There you go. Yeah. I think um, you know, and and almost um, booking time face to face with people it qualifies for the, qualifies them for where they're at in their real estate cycle. Like if someone's going to spend fifteen minutes or thirty minutes with you, you know, there's, you know, they're turning up and there's a reason for that. You know, if they don't want a face to face meeting with you, then that's all good. Let's speak again because I don't want to waste anyone's time. I know time is precious, mm. and there's things in a face-to-face conversation that you know that, that that you uncover and you bring up, and it's natural and it's authentic, and you know everyone's spending time being there. You you can quickly progress and get to the bottom of you know what what's at stake in that conversation better than you can on a phone call. Definitely, yeah. So for listeners, if you're going to take only one thing away from this podcast is have as many face-to-face appointments as possible and people tend to focus on prospecting. That's only one vertical of what generates or one bucket, if you like, of what generates face-to-face. But the gold is in the face-to-face. The magic happens in the face-to-face. The offers occur in face-to-face. Agency agreements get signed face-to-face. Price adjustments, all these things is, is where we need to focus on. Yeah. So I think, Troy, as we, as we wrap up here, People need to shift and have a paradigm around just making phone calls. That's not. That's only a, a, a really a conduit to where we need to get to, which is those meetings, which yeah. where everything happens. Well, it's the starting point. It yeah. is the starting point, and it is important. But this business will forever remain about generally engaging, connecting with people, and becoming the trusted advisor. Mm-hmm. You can't think of one thing in isolation. And again, I'll emphasise that it does work in collaboration. You have to do all these activities to get to that moment where you can build trust and rapport face-to-face with a client. 
And it's not a coincidence our industry hasn't been disrupted yet or disintermediated because, guess of what, face to face is where the magic happens, you know. And sure, if you're a travel agent, it's easier just to connect with a computer and book online. But if you want to do a negotiation, if you want to make an offer, if you want to have a price alignment, if you want to build rapport, if you want to connect with someone, you know, a human element and that vulnerability is really what makes it happen. Mm. Alex, absolutely, mate. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to come and spend with us for 24 minutes uh, on the podcast. Feels like we could go for absolute ever on this, Adrian, sure. but uh, I've really enjoyed it. Um, for anyone that, I'll, I'll say it again, if anyone wants to jump online and start following Alex, please do so on social. He does some amazing work. Not only that, subscribe um, to what he's doing in uh, in person. If you get a chance to head up into the Runga market and go and see him, visit him, visit his team, because what you've heard on the podcast is ultimately the way and the person that you see in person every time I meet with you. There's never been a day where I've ever seen you down, mate. So uh, congratulations on that. Adrian, we've got a whole list of uh, new people that are coming onto the podcast in the coming weeks. It's going to be super exciting. So make sure you give us a thumbs up, rate the podcast out of five stars. Until next week, listeners, uh, Adrian Bowe, Troy Malcolm, Alex Minton, uh, we've loved seeing you. Thank you. Thanks, guys.